Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal, and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch, and again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Morning, friends. How are you doing today? So real quick, I wanted to record this video to really, I don't know, give props to Dave Ramsey. Uh, if you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, uh, he is pretty well known uh, for uh, being debt-free. Uh, I think his book is Money Makeover. And one of the things that I like about Dave is he brings, I don't know, complicated ideas and, and puts together very simplistic approaches. And one of the things uh, that I liked is he calls them his baby steps. And lots of people out there have kind of taken the time to put together their own kind of breakdown of what the baby steps are. I'm going to share it with you, giving full props to Dave Ramsey. Uh, I think there's even a URL on there if, uh, if you want to check him out. But what I wanted to do with his simple approach is I asked myself, okay, if Dave Ramsey's onto something with these baby steps, what would baby steps be for real estate investors? Now, keep in mind, this channel is about buy and hold. This is, you know, full-time employees, side hustle, you know, all of those things. What would seven baby steps be for buy and hold investors? Kind of trying to follow the one rental at a time story uh, that I'm putting out there. So I took a shot. Uh, I want to get your feedback, but, but before we jump in, do me a favor. Uh, if you've watched a couple of videos, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. I know it's a vanity metric. Uh, it is, uh, if you've watched this channel, it's one of those goals I have to grow it. Uh, so just, uh, just help me out. Uh, go ahead and hit that like button. And as always, leave a comment, uh, either about this video or a question, because we do have a series on this channel called Subscriber Questions, and I'd love to get them from, from you. So without further ado, let me see if technology is behaving today and share this uh, video. And hopefully that's coming up. Okay. So again, this is about uh, Dave Ramsey, uh, what he calls his seven baby steps. We're going to go through it uh, in a single slide. And then I took a shot at creating mine. So without further ado, uh, I found this online. Uh, it gives credit to daveramsey.com slash get started. Uh, so I will run through these as I understand them, uh, and then we will sort of step back and go, okay, what would seven baby steps be for real estate investors? 
So again, uh, Dave Ramsey wants you to save $1,000 first, right? Kind of prove that you can get that going, move that forward. Uh, he wants you to pay off debt. Uh, he calls it leveraging the snowball effect. Uh, then save three to six month um, emergency fund, right? Living expenses. Then it's time to invest. Then save for college, right? For your kids. Then pay off your house. And then give, 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 right? That's a, that's a, you know, I can see how that, that's a very simplistic approach to money management. It does do, it does get you to debt free. Uh, it does paint the vision of, uh, you know, giving and, and, you know, giving it away uh, as you uh, get older in life. So uh, very appreciative to uh, his approach. Uh, he's helping lots of folks. But looking at this, I was left thinking, all right, what, what would seven baby steps be for a buy and hold real estate investor? So I took a shot. Let me know what you think. So step one for me, um, you know, much like Dave says, save $1,000. I think the first step should be, should be the easiest of all seven. Just pick a market. Maybe it's the market you live in. Uh, maybe it's a market that's close to you. Maybe it's a market out of state. I don't know. This, you know I'm not here to tell you. I, I don't pick markets for folks, right? I leave that to, for you to decide. Um, mine's two and a half hours away one way. So it's a five hour day before I see anything. So uh, I get it. Sometimes you got to look out of area. But again, step one is just simply pick a market. Step two is you need to pick an asset type. And again, I'm hoping these baby steps are just that. But maybe you need to look, right? So you pick a market city X. Then you're going to look, you know, you don't know what you want to do. Maybe it's single family homes. Maybe it's duplexes. Maybe you're the bigger, better type. I, I don't know. Maybe it's condos. Maybe it's mobile homes. I, again, I'm not here like the market. I'm not one that's here to tell you what asset type is better. That's, that's for the investor. Uh, but again, you need to pick an asset type uh, because as you, you'll see going forward, like the market, like asset type, you don't have the time as a full-time employee to do everything. So the more laser focused you get, uh, the better chance of success. And that's why, you know, baby step one and two are together. Step three, uh, first time money's involved, right? Step one and two is time. Step three is you need to save for the down payment. As a real estate investor, you should plan for a minimum of 20%. Uh, I am rather conservative. If you follow this channel or read our story, I don't like high leverage. Uh, so a lot of people I talk to, I recommend 30%. But again, this is, this is the investor's choice. Uh, regardless, you will have to save for a down payment. So step three is the first time money is involved. So while you're doing step three, uh, you should start to understand the math to calculate average, good, and great deals. Uh, I believe every market out there and every asset type has an average, right? The average yield could be 5% or 3% or 1%, depending on where you are. But it's your job as an investor to do the math, to understand what your market and your asset type provides. And then, and only then, can you understand what good and great deals look like, right? If you're doing the math and the average is four, maybe a good deal is five, five and a half, and a great deal is seven. If you understand the math, you will be able to understand what average, good, and great are. Then what you're going to do is you are only going to write offers on good and great deals. That means 90 plus percent of the market is not for you because they're average or bad. But you are going to write offers on good and great deals. You will eventually get a yes answer from a seller. 
but please, please, please understand that you don't have to offer list price, right? You don't have to. You should only offer what on something that makes it a good or great deal. For example, if the asking price is a hundred grand, but at a hundred grand, it's average. So you should be comfortable writing maybe something at ninety grand, right, or ninety-two grand. But again, this is this is going back to step four. You should only write on good and great deals, or write offers that make them good or great deals. It is okay to write under asking, but you have to have the confidence and the knowledge to know that. So step six of our seven baby steps it may take you multiple offers. In today's environment, I am probably writing 20 to 25 offers just to get a counter. Not, not to get a yes answer, but just to get a counter. Because today's a seller's market, or at least it used to be, and the price is sticky on the way down. So. Some sellers need some more time to understand that the market is different. And I'm okay with that. I don't need every offer to be a yes answer. And then step seven is you can go back and repeat step five and six as many times as you would like. What do you think? So again, pick a market, pick an asset type, save for down payment, understand the math to calculate average good and great, only write offers on good or great deals, you will eventually get a yes answer, even if it takes lots of offers, and then go back and repeat step five and step six as many times as you would like. So what do you think? Does that make sense? Did I miss anything? Are there any baby steps you think I missed or should add? Uh, again, uh, I want to give props to Dave Ramsey. I think his approach to the seven baby steps to money management was awesome. Clearly uh, an inspiration for what I've just created. Uh, it's, it's no secret. Uh, I tried to give him full credit for what he's done. Uh, there was a link there. Uh, I think it's DaveRamsey.com slash get started. Go check him out. Uh, but again, let me know what you think of my baby steps for real estate investors. All right, take care. Have a great day.